Oh, okay. Hi. All right. Hello. Welcome to the very first episode of La Petite Mort. The sex positive, body positive, death positive podcast. I am M. And I am D. And we are going to start off this beautiful little episode. Well, probably won't be little. Let's be real. By starting with a segment we are very um, happy to call from the Sahara Desert to Niagara Falls. So with that... So Em, I have a question. Yes? So um, could you please tell me where on the scale of Sahara Desert to Niagara Falls your very first time having sex was? I think it would be buried 15 feet under the sand of the (laughs) Sahara Desert. I would be like an Egyptian tomb yet to be just like unearthed into the world. So let's let's dive in tell here. Me, tell me about oh, that. Oh, I will. I will. So here's 16-year-old me dating my first boyfriend, long-term boyfriend in high school. And we had tried doing things beforehand, but being 16, not knowing our bodies and not knowing what like freaking lube is. It literally would not fit, and I would cry. Anyway, um, so, so, okay, so we decided we'd been dating, oh, God, I think for six months at this point, and he lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, had this huge bush with, like, no but, like no houses or anything in it. Like, people literally went hunting there. So his romantic idea was to grab his stepdad's tent and trek it out into this bush but far enough away from the road or the little trail in there so that way people wouldn't see because this was going to be our love shack and this was a love and this shack. was a love shack for at least like two or three shags before anyway i'll get into it so um so he set up the tent and he brought uh, air mattress out that had actually had this like little frame to it. It was very fancy. Oh, uh, I know. This was not glamping. We got the star treatment for our losing our virginity. Anyway, um, so then what? It, so he brought these old um, computer speakers out that he plugged into his iPod because he had made Ooh, iPod. I know, like one of the ones that like the blue long one that if you like shook it, like it would change the Ooh, song. Classic. Oh, 2008 was a time to be alive. It was a time to it be alive. It was a time. Anyway, so brought these big old computer speakers, a blanket, I think like two bottles of Gatorade because that's exactly what you want. <laughs> you all want to drink. rehydrate. To rehydrate because he thought we were going Take in. Take folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we jauntily, like, like sneakily leave his mom and stepdad's house, go out to this tent that he had, like, set up, and he put, like, the music on, and, like, it was all these, like, acoustic songs and whatever. And so I'm laying there being like, all right, better get, bear down, get ready. This is happening. Our life is changing in this very moment, and... It was very underwhelming, but also, like, ow. So, he, like, had me, like, all, like, laid down. But, again, we are 16. You're babies. There, babies. Yeah, you're babies. Fetuses, if you will. <laughs> like, didn't know what foreplay was. Didn't I hardly knew how to masturbate myself, so I didn't even know how to get myself off. Like, and I had never successfully had an orgasm, like, ever. So, I was like, this is going to be great. Wow. He's going to, anyway. 
So then he had, like, put the condom on and, like, like and I'm, like, naked, ready, but I think I still had my bra on. I vaguely remember. Anyway, um, so he puts the music on, whatever, and I'm thinking, like, okay, let's be all romantic. Let's, like, kiss each other and touch each other <laughs> and whatever, and he did not have the same mindset that I did. He was just kind of like, hey. Was it, like, a look in his eye you saw, and it was just, like, it was he kind of like, he like, want, he was going in for he it. He was going in he for the kill. Business. <laughs> It was all business. It was all business. No party in that tent. No. 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 So literally, I think he spit on his dick and then, like, just... And I can just remember, like, having... Like, holding onto the back of my legs and being like, okay, this is happening. And then he put it in and it was literally like, what the fuck? Every idea that you have pre-losing your virginity as a female having sex with a male being like, oh, it's going to be this wonderful romantic experience, blah, blah, blah. It's not actually going to hurt. And then it hurts, it right? It really hurts. It, like, and I can just remember sitting there and I think he did five or six pumps, <laughs> came, and then came out of me and was like, oh, man, I feel different. Was it good for you? And I was like, was it his first time too? I believe so. Okay. I'm almost 100% sure because he hadn't dated, I don't think he really dated anybody before me, but I mean, we can like fact check this later, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, was it good for you? No. Yeah. So wait, before that happened, I'm so t- t- sorry telling these stories. It's the worst. He puts himself in me and then this fucking song called Holy Diver by Dio starts. <laughs> And the song literally, so it was all romantic leading up to whatever, and then it's like, <laughs> and then literally the song goes, Holy diver, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. And literally, I can remember my whole body just clenching and being like, I am not fucking losing my virginity to Holy Diver of all songs. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. And, well, I mean, he dived in, but it wasn't for very fucking long. Um, and it so, wasn't holy. It was not holy. <laughs> There was no holy sacrament in that tent today, or that day, I should say. Um, anyway, so he changed the song, three or four pumps, done, looked down at me and was like, oh, was that good for you? And me being like insecure 16-year-old me was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> and literally, okay, so then finished up, we wrapped everything up, walked back to the house, and then I think 10 minutes later, my mom came and got me. And then I went home. Oh. I didn't obviously tell her that I had just lost my virginity. But did, but did you feel this, like, aspect of shame, like, when you saw your mom? I felt like, oh my god, if she had found out that I had just lost my virginity, like, I would have my ass handed to me. Isn't it so interesting? And probably if his parents found out, they'd be like, yeah, good job, great. <laughs> Um, no, I don't. I actually don't think so. Like, no. I think his his mom would have been like very concerned, being like, "Well, she's just like, I don't know. I love. I still love his mom. Like, I still talk to his mom to this day. She's <laughs> wonderful. I won out of that breakup. Let's be real. Um, you did win. Thank you. Um, but I think she'd be concerned that we were like safe and whatever. And then his stepdad at the time was this like sexist like would comment that it was proper of me to wear a dress when I wore a dress type of guy. So I think he would have been like, oh, yeah, like, well, good man, like, good on ya. Whereas, I don't know, I don't know how he would have perceived me, but, like, I don't know, it would have been a sexist outlook, I believe. So, I don't but it would, yeah, but I think, like, in a male, like, from a male to a male being like, oh, yeah, you just lost your virginity. Good on you, dude. Whereas, like, the 
being the girl in this situation is kind of like, oh, well, now your value is different. Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I can remember walking into my mom's car. And you feel car. like you've lost something. I felt like a different person. Like, I felt, well, not a totally different person, but I felt like I, something about me unequivocally had changed and I could not get that piece back. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To holy diver. To holy diver. To holy diver. Of, of all things. Of all things. Yeah. So, in conclusion to my story, I think it will divert the attention from me and <laughs> say to you, D, from the Sahara Desert to Niagara Falls, how was your first sexual experience ever in the world? Well, hmm, I can't even really put um, any, like nature into that really it just really was like sandpaper on sandpaper and you know that's really all I have to describe it oh god and the sound that sandpaper on sandpaper would make is about right <laughs> so then it would be like a saharan breeze okay yes it maybe, was it was like maybe some, a yeah, dust that's storm true. it was like a, <laughs> a dust storm <laughs> it was like a dust storm and you know it's funny you talk about the song that's on I remember Jurassic Park was on in the background oh no in Spanish <laughs> because he was really obsessed with dinosaurs and he had watched Jurassic Park so many times in English that he would watch it in Spanish so he could learn a different language just for fun just to learn Spanish yeah oh my god yeah so <laughs> so it was a learning experience both in bodies and also in linguistics yes hola <laughs> It was great. And so, you know, while we were um, preparing, I suppose, I'm nervously watching Jurassic Park, which actually at the time hadn't even watched in English. So that was um, an experience. To be had. Uh, to be had. And yeah, it just, it was totally consensual, totally fine leading up to it. To- definitely thought it was going to be a hell of a lot more romantic. It was not. Right. But, you know, it, uh, afterwards I, I did, I felt like I lost something and I remember walking to the bathroom and feeling like, like shit, like I felt like crap Mm. and it was okay. Like it was fine, but it was, um, painful. Like it really hurt. Did you bleed? I bled. Yes. I I went to the bathroom and had to use the washroom and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm bleeding. And I think that that's something that just kind of gets missed. Like, mm-hmm. they don't tell you that, you know, in sex ed. Like, I, I went to a public school. We didn't mm-hmm. talk about, like, after sex you might bleed for the first time. And, you know, talking about lube. And, you know, I can imagine that experience would have been a lot more pleasant had I used lube or had there been foreplay. But it literally mm-hmm. was, oh, I'm hard. And now go open well, your legs. this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember right before I had lost my virginity, like, my parents and I had gone away to this, like, we used to rent these cabins all over and just like go for a week or whatever. And this one place had a library, but it was like all like a Catholic library. Like it was all like Catholic like authors and whatnot. I remember finding this book on marriage and how to prepare your body for having sex in your marital bed. Oh my. So it had basically described in not a lot of detail how to stretch your hymen to embrace your husband's package, quote unquote. So it had said, basically for the couple weeks leading up to having sex, to insert three fingers into like into yourself, which I mean at the age I was, that was a lot. Um, like so I think like I did either two or three, but then to push down on the bottom part of where your hymen was, like in intervals, like every day basically to kind of stretch that membrane out so that way when you do have sex, that it wouldn't be as 
jarring and it wouldn't be as like tight and wouldn't hurt which was a crock of shit because it still hurt and I still bled and I was still tight. Okay, you prepared for that. I, a little bit oh. but like because I, I, I found the holy grail of sex <laughs> when I was 16. <laughs> I was like I'm prepared. I'm ready. I'm gonna be a vixen. It's not gonna hurt. It's gonna be romantic. It's gonna be great. None of those things happened but. That's really special. Well thank you. I like I really tried. I can remember being like at this cottage being like, I'm going to take this book home. I'm going to steal from these Christians. Steal this book from this church. I need to learn. Ugh. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's our lives. Well, I'm glad that we're here to talk about these things. And we gave uh, anybody who's tuned in um, the best introduction they could possibly get. I think so. And I feel like that's all you guys ever need to know. (laughs) But we will give you a little bit more. We really are excited to um, have an opportunity and a platform to just talk about things that uh, are guaranteed to us. We're guaranteed to have sex. Well, most people, I suppose. Unless you're asexual. Yes, unless you're asexual. And we'll get into that. Um, and we're guaranteed to die. So these are the things we want to talk about. And um, the only other thing that's guaranteed to us really is paying taxes. But that's boring. And this, you know, like... We but like to. no, we don't. And we do talk about taxes. Like, we do. We'll it's just day to day. Like, like I shout feel like, out to I, like talk to my mom about taxes. I do. Know? Shout out to like H and R Block. Yeah, seriously, they hooked you up this they, year. Oh, they did. Thank you, Krista, <laughs> for doing five years of tax returns for me and not putting me in jail. I appreciate it. No, that was really good. I'm that glad was that good. You I, got that done I know. Finally. I'm, I'm a I'm a very responsible human being. You will learn this down the road, people. Yes. You will see. She's responsible. I'm so responsible. Such an adult. Such an adult. Speaking of being an, an adult, let's, I think we are going to do a little bit more of introductions of who we are as people. So yeah. you can kind of get comfortable. Sure. Um, so my current situation, I am um, a bisexual. Um, just coming into that kind of energy though, and that learning more about myself, because I have been with, um, my husband now for 10 years. We've been married for nearly one year. Um, and we are currently in a non-monogamous relationship, so I can explore more of my sexual side, being bisexual, and then also, so he can explore, I don't know, just his own sexuality as well, because I'm his only sexual partner, so... In that, we've both had lots of discussions and have commonly agreed that having an open style relationship, or what we just like to call non-monogamy, to be able to experience all the fun things that we can experience while also having a rock-solid partner. I love that. Thank you. That's super cool. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm having fun with it. So. Yeah, you're having a good time. I'm having a great time. We're going to get into that. Okay, we are. <laughs> Maybe not today, but we're going to get oh, into we it. We're going to get right into it. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm Dee, and uh, I am I consider myself pansexual. I really just love bodies. I love naked humans. Like naked people are the best. They are. And um, currently in a non-conforming relationship, um, I suppose, and just really open to new experiences. And uh, I have a really um, a great person. I just like to kind of say. That he's my person um, who lives in America. and Oh, know. we're Canadian, by the way, just yes. to kind of locate ourselves a little bit. Yes, we'll put that in the profile. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. 
And uh, yeah, so given um, that, what are we in? July, what's today? Today is the 5th of July. 2020, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are like right booming in COVID. Yep. Um, and so yeah, like we really are, I guess, long distance in that sense. And um, we're doing okay. Yeah. It's okay. You have yeah. a plan. We have a plan. So it's all good. But yeah, so we're really excited to um, to be here and to do this together. Mm-hmm. We met in a really kind of fun way. And we've been talking about this for literally a year and almost a half now. Yeah. Um, no, it would be a year and a half. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So we both worked together, which is really all, like funny the way that we met, like how like destiny just kind of brought us together. At least that's how I think of it. But we were working together for a very long time in a very small jewelry store in a small town in Ontario. And me making jewelry and you also making jewelry but like running the whole store as well but we'll get into that later um anyway so i can remember meeting you and not instantly being like i couldn't like read you at first mean just kind of like i'm just gonna step back and like learn more about this person and then three days into working with each other we started like finishing each other's sentences and then literally whipping our heads around and looking at each other and being like, you did not just say that. Stop. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And so then from there on out, I knew like, okay, this is my person. This is someone that is such a positive influence and such a fun energy to be around that like, I honestly couldn't get enough of you. I fell in love with you a little bit. That was my bestie. Thank you. I try. Yeah, I felt the same way. I remember being really excited when you started, and I was like, oh, this person seems so fun. And literally, it was like this third shift together. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, no, this this is, go- this is going to be a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you. I choose you. And it was like, by shift five, we're like talking about sex and death. And, and yeah. Our families and like really intense stuff. Like getting into it. We just like got into it. There was like, you know, no customers in the store. Thank of God. Course. God. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, in between customers, we're talking about everything. Like yeah. there was nothing off the table. And I think that was really, really cool. And so we just kind of came up with this vision pretty early on in our friendship. That, yeah. That, like yeah. we're hilarious. I and mean, we're, we think we're pretty funny. <laughs> and we were like, this would be so fun. Like to just, like, can you imagine if we lived in a world where people could just talk about this stuff openly? And yeah, and just have this like open honesty in having these difficult conversations and just kind of seeing where things go and like learning other people's perspectives on like death and sex and different types of relationships and like there's all these difficult questions that we could be asking people and each other too Mm -hmm. and it's an opportunity to learn yeah for sure and so that was really cool so I'm really it's really awesome and then we kind of one night on a a pancake Tuesday Because it's written on our vision board. Because it's written on the vision board. Because we obviously made a vision board. Of course we did. With a big bristle board and colored markers. Yeah. Because we did. And we drank wine and we were merry and it was pancake day. It was. And which just, which is to clarify, (laughs) was February 16th, 2019. We laid out some ideas and we had ideas talking about, um, Everything from sex toys to body positivity to just open conversations around death and dying and what that's, you know, like. Um, Just kind of all things taboo and wonderful. Yeah. 
that not a lot of people commonly ask about, I think. But that's all we talk about. That literally every <laughs> time we talk together. about anything else. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Is that from the odd like, craft show? Yeah, that's true. Like, do we like casy chat at all? Like, are we like, mm, oh, how was the weather? <laughs> no, no. Because we don't waste time. I feel like we no, just kind of like, hey, I have this dirt, or oh my god, spill the tea on this person, <laughs> or like, oh my god, I just tried this bomb ass sex toy. You have to buy it immediately. Here's a discount code. Go. <laughs> like go. <laughs> Like, just right now, I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah, 100%. And that's super cool. So this is just something we want to share with other people. So this is why we're here. This is why we're doing it. This is our mission. This is the mission. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. And in that mission, I think it is more than appropriate, as we try to round this episode up, to give credit where credit is due. So um, I want to give a big shout out to my bestie, Caitlin. And your soon to be bestie because oh no she is she we, just doesn't know it uh, yeah well okay I've <laughs> long told you for bestiehood just so you know Caitlin um for c- coming up with or I mean she didn't invent this but for coming up with our podcast title um it was her lovely idea so I have to give her credit to come up with um, Le Petit Mort so which literally means the little death in French and it is a euphemism for an orgasm because you know that feeling that you get or I mean at least the feeling that you get after a good orgasm I mean I don't think there's not after you know not after just kind of like a little little, like like, blip of an orgasm and you're like that feels good I want to just explore that later no no Um, these are like the leg shaking can't walk can't walk have a little waddle like mind blown need some water yes (laughs) need to rehydrate and have a nap type (laughs) of true type of orgasm yeah the little death so pretty appropriate pretty appropriate because it ties in all the topics that kind of that we're looking to looking forward to talking about like death and sex and all that fun stuff um and then lastly no, not lastly sorry second point and then i want to give a big 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 thank you and shout out to my wonderful wonderful husband for helping us turn our ideas and dreams and whatnot into a reality he's bought in us this beautiful arazi podcasting mic um on a whim really because we have been talking about this relentlessly for over a year and so then instead of him being just like okay cool yeah you'll eventually do it he's like nah y'all gonna do this now and kind of low-key our biggest fan i think so i think he's our he's our hype guy he is he's like our groupie and like we said like if we ever like did a live show one day like he would be the one like pumping out t-shirts to the crowd through like those guns what are they called (laughs) like t-shirt cannon t-shirt cannon gun (laughs) yeah or like throwing glitter in the air like clicking his heels together and be or even just like throwing some like wee vibes or like like bullet wee vibes. vibes. Oh, those are expensive. <laughs> Never mind. So, no. Well, I mean, maybe we'll get that bougie one yeah, day. Maybe we yeah. just throw like three hundred dollar vibrators into the crowd. Who knows? We could. We could. <laughs> one day, dreams, goals, <laughs> dreams. Um, throwing little vibrators out to the the crowd, or yeah. even just being in the front row, like cheering us on. Or some so urns. he could like throw urns. Oh, he could. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Or even, like, disc- little, like, coupons for, like, discounts on coffins. You know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Tie everything in. We'll tie it in. Yeah. But to our number one fan and our... Our husband. Our husband. <laughs> well, I was going to say, our, well, I mean, he does say that you're his second wife, so... Yeah. And, uh, and not a sister wife. Not today, a sister wife. In, a, in a, a very loving, he knows that, like, we are a force to be reckoned with. True. And... 
yeah so thank you we love you thank you to my babes you're the best my bub and then last but not least thank you to everybody who's been tuning in and listening it means the absolute world for to us that you've taken a little bit of time out of your day to listen to us ramble and go on about all the fun things that we are so interested in talking about and we hope that you stay along for the ride um so join us in the next couple episodes for some fun topics like thoughts while waiting for the cum towel and a treasure chest you mean with all your favorite sex toys <laughs> and the fun and awkward stories around death and funerals funerals and embalming and how does it work and the weirdest funeral you've ever been to like or... I want to hear like the craziest funeral story me too yeah so I'm I think so pumped I'm very pumped and also reaching out to you, uh, to anyone listening throw a comment on either our Instagram or our Facebook or even email us the craziest funeral story you have ever heard I am so excited or you've heard or experienced yeah and I mean like full detail like we want it all oh we want all of it like yeah. the dirty details I want what the weather was that day <laughs> like all of it yeah and uh yeah, I can't wait to read those because I, I think they're going to be hilarious. I think they're going to be awesome. So you can email those in to lapetitemortpod at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at lapetitemortpod. We are also on Stitcher and SoundCloud and hopefully soon we will be on Spotify at lapetitemortpod, period. I thought there was more after that, but I guess not. No, that's no, it. No, we're good. So, yeah. Easy peasy. Easy peasy lemon Connect. squeezy. If you have any ideas about other things we could talk about, too, Absolutely. send them our way. For we sure. would love to engage. Mm-hmm. We'd love to chat. And we'll have all the links to all where you can find us underneath this episode. And thanks so much for joining in. Yeah. Can't so wait to see you on the next episode. Bye. 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 <laughs>